yeah, we're talking about, you know, smoking weed and chicks today. Yeah, woo. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lowry, along with... Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was... Uh, Silky I was smooth. Like, I was like, I'm going to look at my phone for a sec. Um, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. I fucking forgot my last name. <laughs> 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 like, oh, shit. A.K.A. I have too many names that I don't remember my real name. How are you, Lisa? I'm doing uh, rather well. We've talked for 47 minutes about a lot of other stuff, so I, I realize it's easy to forget your last name. Really quick, you say you're Mexican. Marquez, is that Portuguese? Uh, no. It's mm. my mother's maiden name, so... Oh, shit, I shouldn't have revealed that. Mm. Well, I can <laughs> now figure that out. Now you security questions. <laughs> Let's welcome our guest, T.S. Welcome, T.S. Hey, how's it going? I will not tell you my mother's name. I'm smarter than you guys, I guess. Well, I'll just beat mine out. <laughs> I Sorry, feel Robbie. like <laughs> no one's really going to try and do some sort of identity theft. At least not the people who listen to the show. No, the people that listen to the show, really, I think there's like a filter that you go through to get through Allison's show, and then you get through this show, and I think that fine-tooth comb, we're not having an identity stolen here, so. What I mean to say is all the listeners are great, so why don't we talk about some shout-outs? <laughs> shout-outs to my man, O.J. Simpson, doing great. <laughs> doing great. Yeah. Bill uh, Cosby also, going back on tour. He's a great man. No problems with either one of those guys. He's going back on tour. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was plans for him. So his, like, attorney or whatever immediately announced that he was going to go speak to young men about uh, how to get out of false rape allegations or what, like how to avoid Stop. being accused air Stop. quotes falsely Stop. air quotes about rape. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. What? Okay. So he's yeah. just 100% delusional as with OJ Simpson where, you know, he just made some mistakes. What? I mean, what do you expect? He's been a I model citizen, a model yeah, I, inmate. I don't think Cosby thinks he's made mistakes. I think well, he's just like, I was doing this for 50 years, so clearly you guys have changed. I'm just me. Well, in the 70s, maybe it really wasn't a big problem. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, but... he skated for so long that's just like, well, I mean, this is just a normal thing that people do, so I don't understand why everyone's all sensitive about it. Falsely accused. Ugh. You played Dr. Huxtable for Pete's sake. <laughs> you know what good and bad is. I mean, you've acted like it, at least. Yeah. 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 I'm reaching, apparently. But, you know, all these girls, they're obviously li big liars. There's a lot more liars than... Sure. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely only, like, 52 people. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's... He said, she 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 said. It's, it's practically <laughs> even, is what I'm saying. So, like, I, yeah. you don't know. It's very true. I mean, those are our future presidents, the way things are going. So yeah, I'm just trying to get in good early. <laughs> so President Cosby, I love what you're doing with women's health. Uh, Secretary of State, OJ, actually Secretary of Defense, just because it's ironic, because he was a running back. Lil Rafi, shout outs. 
yeah, shout out to OJ. Uh, if Jay-Z writes a song about you, you're getting out of jail, apparently. Who else? Oh, shout out to Exterminators, namely uh, Demian Cordova. Does yes. he know what these bugs are? Has anyone been reaching out to him? He should let us know. He should let Allison know, more importantly. And shout out to Diversity. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, well, on that note, shout out to Lisa for this racist booking of having me on this podcast. <laughs> just waiting till Demi was on and just like, okay, let's get the black guy in here. Finally. Whew. Yeah, you know me so well. Yeah, and she like she wait she didn't even know he was gonna be back on. She was just like like I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Let's not blow our wad too early. Let's She's like, Well, never mind. I'm about to get political again. Never mind. It's okay. fine. It's good. I blew my black wad. So my sh- That's my sh- what they say about you. <laughs> That's what was written in the stall. Uh, a few times, definitely. Um, hey. <laughs> high five. My shout outs are to I also wrote down Demian for more than one reason. Number one He's a friend of the show, and I don't give him enough shout-outs, but he is an exterminator. So, as Daniel said, uh, he's more scared of exterminators than the bugs, and in general, that's how I feel as well. Every time I meet an exterminator, I could have guessed it, but with Demian, I don't feel like that's the truth. So, he's a good one, and he needs to figure out what these bugs are. Another shout-out to Teal at TLHoller1. I forgot to put one the last time, but always supporting the show and retweeting and I think that's really 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 cool I'd love to have you on sometime but I realize not everybody wants to be on not everybody's a narcissist like the rest of us so shout out to you also shout out to the people that are always I call them the first responders on Twitter I realize there's probably a lot of other people that listen but the people that are always tweeting right after I posted it Leanne, Jen, Ray, Dawn, Demian also just I think that's really cool. It's nice to have feedback and to know that my words of wisdom aren't uh, falling on deaf ears. (laughs) (laughs) You like that one too? I mean I was more in shock but yeah yeah that's probably kind of true. Also shout out for me to Teal. Thanks for all the the Twitter love, a lot of like likes and retweets, which is very nice. That's really, really cool. So let's talk about Monday. Uh, thank God you're here, TS, because... Oh, Allah Demala Day. Adawi... How damn it, I know his last name. Adijuwebe. Mm. Adijuwebe. Damn it. Yeah, that's good. Damn it, I know his last name. His first name, I didn't. And that one I just blew through. Demi Adijuwebe. I know his name. I know him well. I was a huge fan of the Gilmore guys, and when they started doing Bunhead Bros, I was excited, but I had never seen Bunheads, and then I just never watched Bunheads, and I just stopped listening. (laughs) But the Gilmore guys were a part of my life for, I think, I don't know how many years they did it for, I think two or three years, and it was an awesome show. I loved both of them. They made me... Jenna was the one that made me... become a fan of Gilmore Girls or actually watching it and then the Gilmore guys made me even more of a fan of it because it was fun to watch Gilmore Girls and then listen to their show and have them what I liked about it they picked it apart they loved it and they hated it and I think that's a better fan to me I like hearing all the negatives and yeah maybe I don't agree with it but I loved hearing their side of it and Demi had never watched the show so that was really fun to be a part of the first time they were on air IYMBF the Gilmore guys were both on they Allison talked about the GMO Patrol and the fact that she has because they're a fan podcast about Gilmore Girls and she was saying there was a fan podcast about her show and I remember Kevin Porter saying 
that we were cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and I thought that was hilarious. And actually, I think I heard that on the way home from me recording my mental illness happy hour. So there's like a whole tie in there. But anyway, T.S., what do you think about this episode? You know, resident, resident black dude. <laughs> I finally. <sighs> well, you know what? I've learned you're apparently very fond of us. So I, I feel better about it now. Um, I actually, I didn't realize you're such a big fan of Gilmore, guys. Uh, that's pretty cool. I only listened to a couple episodes based on guests or whatever. Because I'm not, I did watch a, probably more Gilmore Girls than people would expect I have watched. I have a couple seasons on DVD, actually. Um, but I, I felt not out of yeah, well, thank you. Uh, I felt out of touch with the show, though, so I haven't really kept up with it, so I only listened to a couple episodes of Gilmore Guys, but yeah, you are a Gilmore Guys expert, which is cool. Um, I did like Oloa Demola Day, Oloa Femi, and did you He was a really good guest. I like the show. You know, they talked about, when he was on Gilmore Guys, they talked about him being a Vine star, and at the beginning... Vine was still a thing. Then it ended, and I realized all these early 20-year-olds are having to retire from being Vine stars. I don't know what they do from there, but, you know, even Allison, she was kind of jealous of his accomplishments at such a young age. But I think of Allison the same way. She accomplished a lot at a young age, and I think that she was similar to him as far as that. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Rafi, I think Lisa needs help. (laughs) Um... On on that note, I now not having any actual accomplishments, but for a long time, I did feel that way because I was always working at from such a young age that at like every job, I was the youngest person, pretty much the youngest person there. And I remember when I got to a point where people younger than me started coming in and people no longer thought of me as like the young guy. I just realized I'm fucking washed up. I'm I'm done. I'm good for nothing now. Well, so I can relate to Allison. Those words even can be true. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I I've, I've definitely had that that feeling also where, you know, once upon a time you were the smartest kid in class or whatever. You were the most whatever at a young age and then it's just like, no, you're just some dude. You're just some dude. Right. It's like, okay, so once you were this top thing and now you're just a face in the crowd and that kind of sucks. But also I kind of love that to be able to be on the outside looking in and I don't know where I was going with this. But anyway. It's true. No, but I think a lot of people do, even as adults, define themselves by how they were as like teenagers or middle schoolers. Like I still think, I hear people, even Allison will talk about how, you know, she was never the girl who got asked out on dates but, like, she's talking about 15-year-old Allison. But mm-hmm. that kind of thing sticks with people. that They still identify in those terms, like, on an emotional level. Yeah, I don't know what guest it was that she had on. And we talked about it on here about the broken the broken people that you were before and you're carrying them around. And just to, to stop carrying those people around that drag you down, basically. And it, it is kind of crazy. You think about what Allison has accomplished and what she's done and she still always wants more, which is great because then you don't ever stop. But does she appreciate it in the moment? And not saying it in a bad way, but you know what I mean? All of us would kill to have that many followers or that many downloads or whatever it is that, that she already has. And being able to live her life pretty normally, having a kid and going out in public and not being hounded by people, it's kind of awesome. Yeah, I think that was uh, Casey St. Orange. Orange. I was thinking that, too. I think you're right. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So Demi also, he said he was an old person 
or he always felt old and I couldn't relate more to somebody. I am less of a crotchety old person and I'm more just, I really feel like I've always been old. Like everything I'm into has been old. I always have friends that are older. Everything is always, I don't know. I, I like bingo. I, I'm a golden girl at heart for real. God, I can't think. So we talked for right. 50 minutes and everything's cool. And then I'm like, two thoughts together doesn't work. Lisa was like one of those sets of chattering teeth with little feet that walks around before we started recording. <laughs> and now she's just done. She needs to be wound up All again. All right, thanks, um, guys. Thank you and good night. <laughs> no, but just apropos of nothing. Uh, I noticed Demi said he surfs the internet, which came up on the Thursday episode. I know it says surf the web anymore. But I re-listened to the Monday episode after the Thursday episode, and he said he surfs it. He said that? That's hilarious. I didn't even notice that. That's all I got. I'm sorry. (laughs) I had to take a sip of beer. That's why I had a break there. But I do do love his name, though. That's like a – like his name is like a song. And by the way, what – It is. Like a Disney song. I think that Allie Gertz needs to make a song about him. I think that what parents – with that last name, or like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go ahead and have his first name be as confusing as the last name. That's a, a strong decision. I wonder if he's named after like an uncle or something, where it's like the mom wanted to name him like Chad. It's like, no, we got to <laughs> name him Oloa Demolade. <laughs> this is a good place to talk about hating the sound of our own voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because. I am shocked that Allison has that now, and she was shocked about it too because she's had, I mean, how long has she been talking for a living? And she listens back to her episodes with everybody all the time, and I know we've talked about that on here, and a lot of people won't listen when they're on this show. They won't listen to their show back because they don't want to hear their own voices, and I totally understand when you're editing, you have to hear it. And now when I'm talking to people that are when I'm not on the show I'm just talking to like my friends I think about how I'm sounding and I try and not have the same cadence and all the stuff that I do when I'm on this show or because that's how I talk and then I start just like getting up in my head too much about it and I don't know it's just a whole thing and it's kind of uh crazy but editing is cool because you can change reality (laughs) but it doesn't still (laughs) you know the sound of your voice still sounds the same that's not changing but I don't know how do you guys feel about that I remember that on the Patreon episode with Jeff he was talking about whenever he starts a podcast with someone he tells them you're gonna hate the sound of your voice. I know I was that way when I was like first on JMO Patrol. I was like, "Ooh, this is terrible." And then everyone's like, "No, it's fine." And then now it's for the most part, it's fine. Also, I hope that in editing, you just like make one of us sound like a chipmunk the whole time because <laughs> he said you can't change that, but sure you can. The way, yes, I'm going to do that for starters. And the way that I think I sound is like a chubby girl that is eating a hot dog at the same time she's trying to talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I sound like to my to me when I hear myself back. Uh, TF- That's a very specific <laughs> thing. It's like I'm. I'm well, you <laughs> have them in your pocket all the, all those years. <laughs> it's no wonder you still think about them. No, so I. Yeah, like when you hear yourself recorded, you're like, "That's not what I sound like," because you you just hear it differently in your head. But also, do you guys have the thing where you're like? That's not what I look like. Like, I have a picture of myself in my head of, like, how I look walking down the street. And it's, like, totally normal. But then I see a picture of me and I'm just like, ugh. Oh. Do you guys have that? A hundred percent. Side and back, I'm like, what? Who's that? 
And then, at least from front, you can, like, kind of... But still, I'm like, stand up straight. What the fuck are you doing? Why do you want to hunch over, like, a troll every time a picture is taken? It's better to... Maybe mirrors and cameras can just, like, go fuck themselves so that we can all just feel great about ourselves. I remember the first time I I was in a Macy's and they had that, you know, that three mirror setup so you could, like, look at yourself in a suit. And I was, like, standing there and I was like, that was the first time I was like, holy shit, is that what I look like? And I was like, fuck. I feel like that, okay, the show What Not to Wear, I've always wanted to go on that show, but that first part where they're like let's try on all your clothes in this mirror where you can see all around you i'm like i can't that that would give me i would pass out i couldn't i couldn't take it because it's too much real like i like to just be up in my head of like this is what i look like i'm sure it's fine oh no well at least it would be quick with you they'd be like oh a black (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt one pair of pants and two shirts cool and they all look they both look horrible on you (laughs) yeah t.s what are your thoughts? I'm not the biggest fan of my own anything, uh, but I don't, I think I went so long without hearing my own voice that when I listened back to episodes of this, it's like, oh, it's not, it's not as terrible as I imagined. So that's it's sort of a compromise. Yeah. Hey, that's good. I so just let's... want you to know that if, if I was editing, I would have put in, <laughs> in there. <laughs> I thank you. <laughs> you have a good voice. Oh, shut up. Uh, Rafi has a good Will voice. Will do. Yeah, shut up, Trice. I don't have a good voice. You have the good voice. Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> you should hear Rachel try to compliment me. I'm just like, uh, uh, I don't think so. It's pretty You're funny. All, anyway, go a, on. Just get a taboo buzzer and just buzz every time she says that you that she compliments you. You're like, me, don't agree. <laughs> I do. I do have that Chelsea Peretti uh, soundboard on my phone. I could just be like, oh fuck, I forget the sound clips. I haven't heard them in so long. Anyway. We have like Coffee 10 more cranking through your sis? Oh, I fucking, that's not on there, but I, I think that all the time at work. Do either of you have any regret or shame from something you've done as a kid? And one of those things that you replay in your memory over and over and over again. And I was really trying to think of something, couldn't think of anything, but I know they're there. T.S.? Oh, man. Um, I might have blocked them all out. I'm trying to think of something I did as a kid. No, right. I mean, so as an adult, maybe in a uh, Wendy's parking lot. Oh. Well, there's a dog. We talked about that oh, before. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking, by the way, for anyone listening <laughs> who didn't hear me joke about eating a dog. Yeah, I mean, there was some embarrassing girl stuff, stuff mm. that I might have said that I shouldn't have said or whatever. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. You're going to have to give me a minute. Rafi? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. And there's like... A bunch of like kind of probably minor things and I know I was a dick to a lot of people that's probably the thing I would regret most but like not like a single incident like Demi said that he patted his friend on the shoulder while he was in the (laughs) middle of an audition that's just nuts like how oblivious was he to everything going on like right that that was so weird to me but no I can't think of anything like that just probably just me being shitty me I feel like I could have easily done something like what he did because I was so busy looking at everybody else and worrying about everybody else. But really, I was worrying about myself and what they were thinking about me because I was so crazy and just... But my I can't think of like anything specifically. I know for sure, not as a kid, but as an adult, the things I've done when I've blacked out, when people tell you, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's embarrassing. And yet I still keep drinking, but... <laughs> 
Because you're not a quitter. Exactly. I know I've done stupid things, like I said, and I've just blacked it out where people are like, oh, you did this or that. And I think, really? Because that's really not like me. It's like, well, actually, yeah, you did. Turns out. Turns out you're actually that horrible. Yeah, I was kind of a dick in middle school. Not in general, but to like oh, one you. or two specific people. That was you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm the only person who fits that description, so it's pretty <laughs> easy to track me down. My Facebook inbox is crazy. Uh, but no, uh, there was a girl who I was not nice to and teased her all the time because I thought she was cute. But I didn't. I don't think I even realized I thought she was cute at the time, and that's why I was screwing with her all the time. But it was, I, uh, I feel bad about it. I remember, especially, I think it was the last day of school on in eighth grade or something, I went, just for no reason, because I'm an idiot, I think someone probably dared me, I went to kick her in the butt, but like, (laughs) but I, just the way she was walking, and because I guess she was kind of skinny or whatever, my foot like, it went right between her legs, like right (laughs) by gap territory, (laughs) I felt so, I was like, oh shit, I didn't mean to do that, that's... That went too far. <laughs> and you can't talk your way out of that. You're like, I didn't Yeah, it's mean... hard to explain. <laughs> I okay. actually remembered something that is something I think about every now and then. My one of my best friends had a like a pellet gun. It was like a like a pistol and it, it was CO two powered and it shot little lead pellets. And so this is why gun safety is no joke, folks. I did not know that it was it had a pellet in there. And so, like, if it's empty, you just pull the trigger and just a puff of CO2 comes out. So I put it to his thigh, pulled the trigger, and then he just <laughs> yelled. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like... Jack Bauer. So <laughs> fucking... I was, like, mortified. I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know it was like... I felt terrible. And that's why you should never point a weapon at anyone ever Unless you're trying to kill them well yeah or hurt them like i secretly wanted to do to him uh-huh <laughs> see he's gonna listen to this and be like i knew it <laughs> you think my friends <laughs> listen to this oh first of all you think this friend is real no oh, i know right so going back to your taking a compliment thing i think that's my biggest i know i've i know i've done stupid shit but i just can't think of any any one thing i just think i subtly am stupid all the time there's not just one major thing i'm just always doing something minor minorly stupid but the taking a compliment well i've never been able to do and i always make it worse i always say something awkward and like turn it into an uncomfortable situation where instead of just saying thank you i have to like talk <laughs> And that always leads to trouble. <laughs> but do you, so Ref, you can't just say thank you when Rachel says anything nice to you? No, I'm bad with, Daniel mentioned this, that he's bad with goodbyes. I'm like, I will just leave and not tell people I'm leaving because I don't want to say bye to them. I don't like taking compliments. And occasionally I have to just say thank you. That's so nice or whatever. But no, I hate it. And I don't, I, I'm not comfortable with it. I, I need therapy. I, I don't. <laughs> I think you and I should go to the same therapist because I feel like I will say, I just say, just saying thank you is the easiest thing to have the attention off of you and have that person stop talking and have them think that you are really thanking them and that you really, really are whatever. And they just stop talking. (laughs) But I always turn it into, let me make some awkward comment and something disparaging about myself and then make it even worse. And then they have to... It's like a whole thing. I just need to just say, oh, thank you. Just, I, I do ugh. the same thing. And then I'll, 
I'll be like, make a self-deprecating joke that's a little too dark for someone that doesn't even know you, and now they're creeped out. That's like my move. That'll be in your vows. I don't know why you want to fucking marry me, but whatever. Like, what is wrong with you? Yes, let's talk about Actually, you. What's your problem? You're way too hard on yourself, Rappy. But I know, it's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> Two things I wanted to talk... Well, actually, three. Really quick. Because I think I want to, like, switch gears really quick to Thursday. But uh, how about less talking then, Lisa? So, Allison mentioned singing to... If you want to be a singer and, like, have... Your biggest fan can be your kid. And it's not a good reason to have kids, like they were talking about. But if you want to get it out, that's a perfect place to do it. Because my kids have been hearing me singing. Now they're finally... Or, like, why do you have to turn everything into a song? Because I'm a horrible singer, and I'm not, like, that's not my thing. But I love to sing, and not for anyone to hear it, but it's fun. And and Allison's totally right. Like, if you want to get all of the... If you want to have the perfect audience, just put a kid in front of you, and they just think that you're amazing. So, uh, that's awesome. I think you should uh, make up a song on the spot right now. <laughs> it's just because I could talk about the Facts of Life fan podcast that Allison should start. And I really was just going to sing, but I'm not. Okay, can I... St- okay, 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 hold on. I was going to start this show with a song. <laughs> just to fuck with you guys. <laughs> because I never started that way, and I was going to be like, Motherfucking podcast! <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> That's funny, Lisa. Funny you mentioned that. Do you want to hear a song? Yes. I, I don't know how to play the harmonica, but I have one. Edit oh, that out. my God. Nope. That is staying in. Allison should really do her Facts of Life fan podcast. She needs to stop thinking about it and just do it because loin fruit, great. But Facts of Life, that's her. That's in her veins, and she needs to talk about it. But like she said, the main thing is that not everyone can watch it because it's not like on Netflix or on True, but available easily. When Gilmore Guys started... That was right when it got onto Netflix. What she needs to do is have a format ready for when it goes onto one of those platforms. Because that, I think, helped. Because all of a sudden, okay, people now can watch Gilmore Girls on Netflix. And now you have a podcast. And it was just perfect timing. So if she... Actually, they started it maybe a year before that came out. So she needs to have that out already. And then people will get wise to it. Plus, she's already got her popular show. So, come on. You just gave me a great idea. Um, Seinfeld podcast? (laughs) <laughs> no, but I'll mention it during our little plugs at the end. Okay. Uh, All right. Really quick. I wanted to say Colonel Jeff having an apple in his pocket. God love him. What are your favorite snacks? Really quick. T.S., what's your favorite snack? Well, also, are we going to do... I think we've already done this, but they mentioned favorite colors, too. Okay, yeah. Um, let's do favorite color snack. Apple color. Uh, all red? Uh, no, I... I I, apples, I don't know anything about apples. Like, for the longest time, I thought whatever the default apple that no one likes, mm, I think it's the, the red delicious one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I guess that's okay. I guess apples kind of suck, but they're okay sometimes. I didn't realize that there <laughs> well, was all why. these different kinds of apples. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm not up on my apple knowledge. That's uh, why they call it delicious, because they're like, let's just trick people. It's and overcompensating. Actually, when, when it is fresh, it is a delicious apple, but the skin is very thick, so... Unlike uh, me. I'm just kidding. Okay. No. <laughs> what? That's in your, your uh, Bumble profile. Um, uh, colors. I, I like I like teenage boy goth colors. I like black and gold and like forest green and stuff like that. Um, snack wise, I don't know that I have a 
favorite snack. I'm kind of a goat. I'll just chew on anything. <laughs> so many jokes there. Um, okay. Well, clearly, you like square cheeseburgers, so... <laughs> That's what they call him. (laughs) (laughs) Snack apple color. Favorite snack? I really like top ramen spicy chicken soups. Like they're fucking delicious. Or cup of noodles, whatever the fuck brand. It's in the styrofoam cup. Don't judge me. They're delicious. But (laughs) too late. I kind of will eat pretty much anything. Like I don't keep anything edible in my home unless it's, you know, somewhat healthy-ish but those are like my vice but like when i go to rachel's she has all kinds of shit and then i'm just like rummaging through eating month-old jelly beans and whatnot just because they're there like that's why i can't have things in my house because that's just another thing them. that you could call them <laughs> sorry and what was the next one apple i'm guessing oh, you apple. probably don't eat a lot of those but apple and color um, my I think I know what favorite, favorite yeah is macintosh okay the company jk uh no um apple apple i i guess a fiji apple i i I don't think i've had that many types of oh wait isn't there a pink something yes pink lady yes i had one of those and it was pretty fucking good i don't remember if uh you and Brittany got me onto that or if my sister did the grapples no yeah no uh i know Brittany definitely talked about the pink ladies was it Oh, the and then the grapes, grapes the, the cotton yeah, candy, cotton grapes. candy. Thank you for listening to yes. <laughs> oh yeah, and favorite color um, to quote Jay Z, my favorite hue is Jay Z blue. No, my favorite color is blue though. Um, many shades of blue, but mostly in the royal to navy blue. Oh, if you I like, one have time that. I knew you liked blue, but I wouldn't have guessed the royal to navy. But okay, okay. Really? Because what? So. I forget where I was, but it must have been at the airport. And I, oh, it, it had to be because I told Rachel, I was like, I had my navy blue duffel bag. I have blue jeans on and I had my blue jacket on and I'm wearing a Yankee hat. And I was like, can you tell what my favorite color is? But <laughs> I I do enjoy some other colors such as black. Love me some black. Yeah. Despise the color red, except for uncertain things. Really? Where it has to be red. Yeah. I love red, but I... I definitely can go black, <clears throat> but my favorite colors are the same as Demi's. So like the aqua, mint, turquoise, teal, blue color, that's mine. And favorite apple is the Gala apple. Macintosh is pretty good. It tastes exactly what you think an apple should taste like. It's like perfect, perfectly crisp and like sweet and tart all in one. But I like the Gala better. And uh, We already know your favorite snack is the pocket wiener. What is it? Pocket wieners. <laughs> I am big on pocket wieners. My favorite snacks are like what you were talking about, Rafi, is someone else's snacks when you're at someone else's (laughs) house. Like, what did someone else buy? This is good. But when I'm stoned, that's when I know what my favorite snacks are because it's Lucky Charms and like Cheetos or something. Those are my two good, you know. But other than that, I wouldn't eat those in general. Oh, and frozen burritos. But I keep none of those in my house. I'm an idiot. I totally forgot. I was going to talk about this on Thursday and I still will probably. But ice cream, that's my favorite shit. That's crazy. You and Daniel have that in common, and I think that's crazy. I got down on some beaver nuggets right before we recorded. You still have them? I do, because I bought two bags, so I opened a bag a couple of weeks ago, and I was a little, I was a little, uh, couple, a few sheets passed, and 
I ripped open the bag and they went flying all over the floor. So the dogs had some and I had some and my daughter had some and I had a little bit left. So tonight her and I were eating some of those before I came out here to the shed and they were... It, the first one is not good, but then you eat the second one and it's just, they're delicious. They're like what Cracker Jacks want to be. They're delicious. I Cracker Jacks gonna... suck, by the way. Okay, I, they kind of I feel do. like that's a gripe from childhood. It's like, what is this? Yeah, the nuts are good and the toy used to be good in 1920, but now yeah. it's a piece of shit, stupid tattoo or like a foldable book. What? Come on. I want some sort of decoder ring from fucking yes. A Christmas Story. Exactly something they used to have all kinds of cool charms and really cool stuff and now it's just well now you have a piece of paper to open at the bottom that's another piece of paper in it that you will never want to keep ever i bet many children died though i bet there's a lot of like the x-rays of like sure like necklaces and children's esophaguses and stuff oh yeah have you guys ever had the kinder eggs yes and they're illegal now okay so we i have friends from Germany. Quote, unquote, illegal. Right. Friends they from sell them Germany. at every Mexican store. Really? Well, yeah, of course, because they bought don't Rachel care if you died. Cause I was like, yeah, <laughs> well, it's going to apply. No, I remember when I was like, they're illegal, and I when I went to Mexico, I brought back a case of them. They are so good, too. That kind of chocolate is so delicious. If you go to World Market, you can still get the Kinder chocolate, which is really good, but the Kinder eggs are awesome. Now they have some new versions, so you don't choke on it, because you're... Apparently, you're an idiot if you put the whole egg in your mouth and you choke on it. So you ruin it for everybody. Mexicans figured yeah. it out. Dead kids. Fuck you. <laughs> there was probably one or like a half of one, and it just changed the world. I mean, where has Germany ever steered us wrong? Can't think of a time. Oh, okay. Uh, quick note on the Monday show. Yes. Uh, Demi did talk about like his fear of blacking out without knowing it, and then like everyone's looking at him because he did something weird and he doesn't remember it. I don't quite have that because I'm sleep deprived. Like every morning when I get to work, I'm like, what if I just started like, like looking at porn at work or something? Like, uh-huh, what if I completely uh-huh. just zoned out and thought I was at home? Like, what if I just <laughs> started taking my shirt off or something? And shirt back? or shorts, whatever. Like, whatever. Like any of it. Like, what if I just started like, like playing video games on the computer? Like, well, I, I do have a kind of fear of like, what if I completely just lose my mind and start and forget where I am? I think that's one thing that crazy people don't have is the idea that they might go crazy. So you're probably safe, but it's scary to have that worry. And was he wasn't saying that from a drinking standpoint. He was saying that from like an ADHD. Or yeah, an just ADD, like a regular. Or yeah, yeah. A, or something where he just, I mean, how can you function like that? That's kind of, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot to factor into your day. Life's hard. <laughs> Zip. Oh, come on, lady. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Thursday. Dating styles, book lice, artisanal light bulbs. We were her little Honeycrisp apples, which was a nice callback to Monday. And I think she's right. She, they're not the best apple. I think they're Daniel's favorite. They're a little too sweet. You, you want a little something tart, right? Yeah. I, I have trouble believing that an apple would be too sweet. Like, uh, I think the... The only thing in recent memory that I've had that was too sweet was that fucking swig cookie mix that we made at your house. So that was pretty damn sweet. But yeah, that was really, those were really, really good. Were they sweeter at the store or the ones that we made? <laughs> well, seeing as how at the store you're also sipping on a oh. weird mixed soda drink, it's probably sweeter there. But they the cookies tasted to me the same. They don't look the same. Mm. And the frosting was like a little different, but... Well, that's my fault, but right. No, not your fault. 
It's just, you know, it's like how you try to make a hamburger at home and these are not Big Macs, Shelly and John. You can't, you can't <laughs> replicate them exactly. They tasted exactly the same to me. Super fucking sweet. And I can like just rip off a little piece and then I'm good. Still talking about cookies. So I think maybe you need to have a Honeycrisp apple and see if you think they're too sweet. Or, or, do you have, have to... any fruits that are too sweet to you? No. Okay. Name another. Um, let's see. Well, sometimes peaches can be pretty sweet. I'm trying to think of stuff that's not too... Because, like, this is why I don't like mangoes, because I think they are too sweet. But not too... They're not too sugary. Sorry. They're not too sugary sweet. They just don't have that citric acid. I like I like a combination mm. of both. I want a sweet and tart mix. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm. You get yeah. me? Yeah. They're a little too bland for my refined palate. <laughs> <laughs> so Allison sent out basically a shout out to her listeners, to us. I mean, specifically us. No, just kidding. Uh, to her listeners of the show and how supportive that we are as fans and supportive of the people that she has on her show. And I, this is all that I know is to be supportive of, you know, her, the people that are her on her show and, and love the people that are on the show, the way that we love her and the people that are on her show don't have that with other in other shows that they're on or other places. So I think that that's really cool to hear. I mean, it's nice to hear that we're kind of, you know, we're one of a kind. I believe world's best listeners was the quote from either uh, Renee or uh, Huntsberger, uh, Mr. Hertzenberger. But yeah, it was, it was nice to get a little shout out. I'm glad people are giving positive feedback on the episodes. It's like, not cool. just because it's nice, but like, you don't have to be an asshole on Twitter. You can just wait till you find something you like and then support that. Right. And that's a good call out to the fucko who talks shit on Fitzdog's page where it's just like, just don't listen to that episode if you don't want to hear Allison. I just don't understand that mentality. But I mean, it's because I am the way I am and all of you are the way that you are. And we're all Allison fans. And I really feel like Allison people are a certain breed and we're all different. But I feel like we're all we're not going to be seeking out people to try and hurt just for the fuck of it I, I i don't know my my brain just doesn't understand that person so i think that's good yeah i think just the nature of allison's show and how she is as a host it's like if you are a regular listener of that kind of show you can't be too much of a dick it's not like a like fitzsimmons is more of a yeah we're talking about you know smoking weed and chicks today yeah woo that that and there's still plenty of nice people who listen to his show, including a lot of Allison's listeners. But when you do a certain kind of show, you attract a certain kind of person. And Allison probably has fewer of those kinds of people than other podcasts her size. Very true. There's only maybe, what, 5%, Rafi? Yeah. I. This goes back to, I tweeted, I was um, with a friend and I was telling him, I was like, oh, you didn't know that I do a podcast about Allison's podcast? And I was telling him how I met Rachel at Podfest and whatnot. I met, like, I met, I think that was the first time I met, no, I met him that day, but still for Podfest. Uh, met Trice, met Matt, met all these people that are my friends now. And I was, like, telling him, like, like sometimes I'll, uh, I'll hashtag uh, A-R-I-Y-N-B-F gang. Because it's, like, it's like a gang or, like, like in the sense that, like, when all the Hell's Angels, you know, meet up from all the different states and countries, like, they know they're going to get along because they're in the same group. And I was like, it's the same with us. And then he was mocking me, like, oh, and instead of whatever, you guys hug each other and talk about feelings. I was like, yeah, kind of. That's <laughs> yes. kind of what we do. 
And it's just like, if you're an Allison fan, most likely you're a certain type of person you're accept- accepting of others. Like, even though we're all very, very different. Um, like me, I'm young and handsome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone likes me. But, uh, you know, you guys are accepted as well. Oh, thanks. <laughs> what I'm saying is we're better than other podcast fans. Yeah, fuck them. It's probably true. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, like, really, like, if you look at Howard Stern's fans, and I know, again, there's, like, a lot of Al- Allison listeners who also listen to these shows, but Howard Stern fans, uh, Joe Rogan fans, Corolla fans, uh, Opie and Anthony, if you look at, like, the forums and, like, Reddit pages for these shows, they're full of people who are angry, who hate the show, who hate listening to the show, and that's because they're, so even their their fans are the type of people who will sit and talk shit about how... Artie Lang's a piece of shit and he should die or whatever as they listen to Howard Stern show and they talk about, oh, his wife changed him, he's garbage now or whatever. But they'll still go to the message board every day and post about the show and read about it. I so just wonder, when, like, what is the motivation there? I don't understand it. it. Is just, are these people just always been there and finally there's some way that they can direct their crazy energy? <laughs> kinda. Like, like Daniel said, like a lot of people... Probably most people on the internet are just kind of talking to themselves, except they're doing it on Twitter or on Reddit or whatever. Mm. So it has the the character and presentation of a message, but it's just something some guy would mutter to himself. But it, it goes out to, you know, a thousand people or whatever. Oh, my gosh. You think about all those crazy old dudes sitting on their porch, just talking, muttering to themselves, like you said. And now they just have a megaphone to tell the world what they're saying. Yeah, I was a fan of Howard Stern and obviously Corolla, and I agree. I think that fans like me and like you guys are minorities in that group, but in Allison's group, we're the majority. It's I haven't really seen too much negative, which is such such a it's so refreshing. Everyone talks about how horrible Twitter is and all this stuff, and I see the negative stuff directed towards other people. <laughs> it's never towards me, thank God, and that's shocking to me because I feel like I'm easy prey. But I, it's like. All I see is positivity and everyone just lifting each other up, which is kind of, it's really cool. And I know I say it every week that it it is a testament to Allison. I think she just attracts a better person. This is all a roundabout way of us complimenting ourselves and also you, the listener. Ten minutes on this. No, I think we're just better people, guys. Uh I think we're just a better class of people than everyone else. But see, I said it was a testament to Allison, so I could circumvent saying... That she attracts all these perfect people like us. <laughs> yeah, she attracts a better group of people. Just good-looking, handsome, virile people. Great voices. Don't understand. Uh, yeah. Just wise beyond their years with excellent taste people. <laughs> and it's everyone else that's the problem. <laughs> you voted for Trump, didn't you? <laughs> no, that's not accurate. Oh, okay. Not ac- Although, a lot of those... I'm going to get put... Well, speaking of... Ooh, yeah. let me go, that. go. Let me but let me say, when Allison does get negative feedback when she posts something political, so she'll put something on Twitter about, you know, something in the news that just happened, and you'll see some some people who I would bet a million dollars are, listener, are listeners from the Corolla days or whatever. I bet some of them don't even listen to the podcast. They right. just are on Twitter, and they have to chime in with their, their not just different opinions, but kind of stupid and angry about it. Because certain places, like the former employer, for some reason, they attract people who like to rant about stuff and are angry all the time. That's probably, it has nothing to do with the host, I'm sure. Nothing at all. Not one thing. So do either of you, I think everybody does the pulling from the back at the grocery store. Like no one takes the front item. 
Number one, I don't think the exposure is really what it is, but the front one, you would think that's the best one, like they want to put it on display, but it's the one that's fucked with the most. So it's going to be like the chips are going to be the crumbliest and the bread's going to be the squishiest or the squished. So you want to pull from the back. Do you guys do that, T.S.? Uh, with milk, I'll definitely go back a few oh, just to yeah. see what has like the best expiration date. But like with lettuce, I don't buy lettuce. Uh, but if I did, <laughs> hypothetically, like the stuff... Like, the second or third one would be the one that gets touched the most, right? Because people always skip the first one. Yeah. So wouldn't that have, like, the most people with their mitts on it if they didn't take it? I agree. And I think with Allison and Colonel Jeff, they were talking about going through the lettuce. And I do this because there's an expiration date on there. And at Trader Joe's, I mean, they they put it in order of the the oldest to the newest. So, of course, you're going to dig and get the, the one in the back that doesn't have brown lettuce in it. But one thing I do... One thing I do do is if there is a, somebody working at the store around me, I I will do kind of what Colonel Jeff does where I like pretend like I'm just like reading something else and like subtly try and grab, but like I don't want to do it in front of them. So I'll just be like, I'm I'm good enough for this front one. I'll just take it. And then sometimes I'll circle back and get a different one. <laughs> so like, I just settle for the pile of shit that was in the front. I got to go back and get the other one, but I was too embarrassed to do it in front of the person that worked there. So, Rafi? Sure. I mean, I, I, I kind of just grab from the front as long as, like, it's not, like... What the fuck like, do you care? You live your shit out for what? four days. What am I, who am I asking you for? <laughs> oh, you by know, the way... Where's the stuff in the back that's going to the, the soup <laughs> kitchen? Because that's what I want. It's just... I don't know. I don't... The only... Like Tri said, the only thing is milk. I'll look at expiration dates. But I, I, I don't know. I just kind of grab from the front. Okay. But then again, I also will, like, sometimes re... Like, put another box in front so it still looks clean on the front. But I'm weird, so I don't know. We all knew that, but yeah. But it's weird that in the frozen food section with the Lean Cuisines, which I don't get often, but if I do anything in the frozen food section, I don't dig around to the back. I feel like it's all the same, so I just grab the front one. But with lettuce and with milk, of course, I look at the expiration date. But And especially at Trader Joe's, they have expiration on a lot of things. And there's been many times I buy stuff and I get home and it's all moldy. Like if it's berries, you spend a bunch of money on it and it's all moldy. Or it's going to expire the very next day and you wanted it from three days from now. It's just like, damn it. Like my husband, like I tell him he's finally this year, he's started going grocery shopping. So I tell him to get some apples and he went to go get a bag of apples and he didn't look at them. Every single one of them was like beat to shit. (laughs) Like, do you even look at these? But... I just had to be thankful and just cut off all the bruises and crap. And, uh, yeah, but that's just not in his second nature. Mine is to like, look for the best thing possible. Hmm. Yeah. So speaking of that, were you, are you coyote tamers or are you eager beavers when it comes to dating? I don't believe eager beavers was one of the options. I believe you're bringing <laughs> that to the table. Uh, uh, oh man. Yeah. I have, I have, uh, maybe paid too much attention to some coyotes that, probably should have moved on pretty quick from those uh-huh. instead of uh, wasting a certain amount of mental energy on those. Yeah, I would say that's uh, that has been an issue in my life. Oh, interesting. I'm trying to not do that. Yeah. I've had the same issue, and I always think, oh, I'm not going to go for that, and that's always what I would end up going for, where it's just... But the, the eager puppy, I think is what they were saying, is annoying. You don't want that, but then the coyote, at least, you want somewhere in the middle, but there's never that. It's usually just... One or the others. Rafi? I've definitely been both. I think I was the eager puppy Beaver. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then 
<laughs> and then uh, and then when I was burned, then I was like, oh, no, I got to go the opposite way. Went too far in the opposite direction. And I was Ooh, just like, you were the coyote too cool for school to the point where it just was like, I'm completely disinterested. And then I was like, oh, that's not good either. And now I don't know what the fuck kind of <laughs> style I have now. I don't know. Ask Rachel. Rachel, let me know what you think. Please I know don't now know. I would be like, let's see, what's an animal that ignores everything? <laughs> a cat. House cat? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be a total cat. <laughs> if I was if I was on the in the dating uh on the dating scene. I'd be like, I don't give a shit about any of you and I'm not fighting for any of that. So and I'm not putting up with all of that bullshit, so I'm just gonna sit here and enjoy my snacks. <laughs> sure. Eat sure. Fish off the floor. Probably. Some hot dogs Wait, out of my so, pocket. So Trace, are you still that way? Uh I hmm, I have some some uh, bad impulses, but I'm I'm not I am uh currently off the market in general. So yeah, I don't know. Whoa, I'm, you are? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of surprise there. Well, no, yeah. well, I mean, I, we, I mean, I don't know. We don't know about your personal life as much as your your BYOF that you did. So you know, it's goddamn right. It's an update. Uh, keep it that way, Lisa. No, um, <laughs> win no, in her square box. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> I don't know. You're thinking of the square hamburger patty. Which, I just can't get by the past way, it. I'm sorry. There should be square buns if there's a square hamburger. They, anyway, yes, yes. And Seems then, obvious. how about just make everything circular? Because I don't yeah. think it's any extra meat. It's just extra weird beef bite. I don't understand the problem with the square burger still. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a patty. I do. And be, be, some uh, people just want that extra little corner. It makes them feel like they're getting more of the meat, but they're not really. I don't like to be fake tricked into thinking that I like that something's more when it's not. It's not. I know it's not. It can't be. And if you're but, uh, giving me extra meat, then you're 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 giving me less of something somewhere else. <laughs> it's also true in relationship. Yep. I do love the fact that Daniel is still Allison's biggest fan and hearing their first, you know, their meeting. It was very fun hearing them talk about stuff. Anyway, I like Jeff's I joke about treating her like a like a lean cuisine, <laughs> tearing her top <laughs> off and tossing her in the microwave. <laughs> I felt like that didn't get enough love. Everything that Colonel Jeff says does get enough love, but don't worry. What? <laughs> David Huntsberger's voices and his bits that he turns... Every show, there's something that he turns into something where it just truly makes a show, and it's just so funny. I don't know if you guys are in love with him being on the show as much as I am right now, but I feel like he's a very good fit in just making... I was going to say making me forget Jenna now, but not that. But it's been a nice transition for the Thursday show, for them being on. It's just kind of, I don't know. He's hilarious, and he's the one that makes me laugh out loud every single episode. Yeah, he had a really funny run with the uh, <laughs> the artisanal light bulb guy. <laughs> I can totally picture that guy in L.A., too. <laughs> on relationship talk mm. note, yes. A, I'm very curious about Renee and her situation. She had a funny story about texting, or that guy seeing a text message. But also, Daniel, so... <laughs> I can't help but wonder if his story is encouraging someone to stalk someone else. Yes. Like <laughs> someone's like listening to someone else's podcast and it's like, listen, I can probably pull this off. I'll just send her an email. I'll I'll pretend to be all breezy and low management and you know, low maintenance and then we'll get married and have a podcast together. I like low management for starters. And for Thank seconds you. when he said this is like you said, this is every stalker's thought process. Oh, they sound cool. They sound like someone I should know and that's how I feel about Allison 
and I feel like we're like this close to you know being friends in real life but i think that's a delusional thought but he made it a reality so that's kind of crazy like you said people who are maybe a little mentally ill don't know that they're mentally ill they would think yeah i'm just gonna do that exact same thing and i listen to this person all the time and they're gonna fall in love with me it's easy peasy um on the note of renee I also wonder what her deal is because now I don't know if this is just because she's on Allison's show and that makes me like her, but I got the hots for Renee Colbert. I like, I like her voice. I love her laugh. She seems real fun except for the running part. That's like, stop it. (laughs) But, uh, someone can keep the couch warm while she's out running. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah. One of her, the, the dog she's going to get soon. I, I don't listen to Can I Pet Your Dog, but every time I have, I find it to be a pleasant show. I also love her. I'm not in, in love with her, but... Give it time. Give it time. <laughs> Eventually, I'll get there. I feel like, oh, T.S., you posted something on Facebook about shipping David Huntsberger and Renee Culver, and I totally agree. They feel like the same. Like, I don't feel attracted to either of them, but I could see them together. They're very similar and funny. Yeah, and like I said, I don't know if it's just because we lost a couple with Jenna and Al, but I I feel like there's Mm -hmm. part of me that wants those two to start dating. It does have that feel of they do have... They play off of each other as a couple, and you're right. We did lose a couple, so it is kind of maybe already in the back of our minds that they're together. Maybe she would come on this show. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, honestly, it seems pretty likely. I mean, she's had really good experiences with Allison's fans before, so, I mean, I think you could get her on. All right. I'm going to throw it out there to her. Little Rafi, I'll send you on a... I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I actually, I actually have... I'll tell you after. Oh, but. Oh. It's similar to that. Anyway, go on. Oh. You're all actually next week when you're not around. That's who's on. Trading, trading up. <laughs> yeah, what if it's just me and her? I would <laughs> die. I would like just be like, you know what? You can have the show. This is all yours. You're good. <laughs> I've had that idea before. Like, what if, I wonder if there's someone who just started a podcast to like, to invite women to be on the podcast or men or whatever, just as a way of tricking them into a date and just Whoa. recording the podcast. Jeff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just started. Well, I that's how this Je- one started. I meant Jeff. Yeah, true. I meant <laughs> I meant Jeff doing that to other people, not me to him. But I, uh, I didn't think you meant that until you just said oh, it just okay, now. Good. I mean, not good. I just have been catching up on Barracuda Radio, and it's it's so weird hearing him be the host of a show, and he's good at it. But it's just it's just a weird kind of flipped version. So. If if any of you have not heard Barracuda Radio, I suggest listening to it. Unfortunately, there aren't any new episodes for uh, a long while now, but they're all they're all good. If you want a little more Colonel Jeff, and who doesn't listen? Rafi, the last not the last time you were here, but the time before that, we went to the Grove. I feel like Allison and Daniel go there often enough that if I just threw a dart at the calendar and like was like I'm gonna go there, I might have the chance to run into them there, which is very stalkerish of me to think of. But whenever they talk about going places, I think God, we could have been there when they were there, and that's just very strange to me. I don't know what I would have done. Probably just not said anything like that one fan and just tweeted her later, like Hey, I saw you there. But can you, can you imagine? Like we walked in the path of like all the things that she did, and she could have been there. Now. Imagine how much more frustrating it is for me because I'm in a different state and I don't have these opportunities to stalk them. I could be there every weekend and look at me. I'm not. Yeah, I I was actually wondering if she's checked up on Abigail lately, but that's another thing. And so 
Also, uh, when Al mentioned that he was driving through Colorado, I was like, hey, I'm here. Well, give me a heads up. <laughs> yeah. And then Hello. Uh, Mary Catherine Ham was just in Colorado. Uh, I saw on her Instagram story and I'm like, hey, you don't know me. Let's meet up. You're far away, but whatever. I'll drive. What do I care? Or fly if I need to. I think it's cute that Allison wants to have her thing like every Saturday afternoon going somewhere. And I think the Grove is really... I feel like anywhere in LA is really the wrong track to to go on to. I mean, I I can name some places near me if she'd like but that's just hell trying to find parking you have a kid and there's not easy breezy in la but colonel jeff did suggest larchmont and i looked it up and i think i tweeted it to you rafi that the next time that they're here maybe we need to go walk around down there because it looks pretty cool okay but should she be announcing it on her show that these are the days and this is where i'm going So Saturday afternoons, we need to go to Larchmont from now on. No, she shouldn't because I immediately was like, what's this Larchmont? And it's really close to the Grove and it has, looks like a really cool, I bet Megan's been there. I don't even know where she lives now, but Megan, shout out to you. But I want to know where you live, not because I'm stalking you, but also have you been to Larchmont? And we should go because it looks really cool. They have some cool little places to hang out. But They have an ice cream shop. They do. Which is my thing. I go to all the like little artisanal ice cream places here in Denver and they have they don't have like the fucking stupid crazy flavors like they were talking about, but they do have like like uh I know like the one I remember mostly is they have a, a whiskey brittle Whoa. flavor and they have just like a bunch of like different fruits and whatnot, but like nothing super crazy, but I'm well, very you know, down to you go You don't need there. to judge the people, but I know we had one down at uh, in Orange, and they had like the basil, strawberry, or whatever, and different pepper something. And I'm down for trying stuff, but I do feel like putting bacon on stuff is just an excuse for everything. It's overrated. Yeah, that's that's out of style now. It is, right? That's just like, okay, we get it. You put bacon all over everything. And like Allison said, you expect it to maybe like mesh well, and it doesn't. It just tastes like bacon on something. Yeah, that's that's why like the the whiskey brittle, and then they also have one called Colorado Margarita. Like those, like those are great for. Can I try that? And then they yes. give you the spoon, and you're like, <laughs> "Yep, I'm done." Right now, can I have my salted Oreo, please? Um, salted Oreo, but Rafa. no, that's fucking delicious. <laughs> please try it. It's oh. So okay, good. Rafi, what and, is your favorite ice cream? See, to me, like I feel like really great ice cream in traditional flavors is is the way to go although this blueberry lemon that sounds good i don't want to get fucked out with the barbecue rib flavored ice cream (laughs) and the garlic ice cream and the avocado ice cream doing really well and maybe something a little bit different but what's your favorite go-to ice cream i mean i love like if we're talking just plain flavors i love vanillas and and i love yes vanillas and i love strawberry probably more than vanilla but if like you can add something to it, like my go-tos are usually like cookies and cream or cookie dough or salted Oreos, fucking delicious in like a ice cream sandwich with like a nice chocolate chip cookie. They don't close until like eleven or twelve. I could probably make it. Then there's another one that is right. Oh, and then like I uh, the Talenti gelatos that they sell at the store. Like mm. probably my favorite of those is the coffee and chocolate chip flavored. You guys, I wish you guys could see my hands because I'm like imagining the. Are you licking a cone right target. now? <laughs> I'm imagining the frigid target, and I'm like <laughs> holding my hands up, like this is where they are, and this is me grabbing. <laughs> I was picturing your hands on top of the the soup Nazis thing that Elaine was doing. 
Oh, the do do do. Yes. Yeah. The split P. Uh, T.S. What's your favorite go-to ice creams? Uh, go-to's uh, maybe some sort of pistachio something. Mm, I like yeah. coffee-flavored stuff. I like a like a caramel, like a salty sweet thing. Every once in a while, I go cookie dough, but that's less often. That's one of those things where I think, uh, it's good, but whatever, and I eat it, I'm like, oh my god, I want to eat the whole thing. It's yeah. so good. Same with cookies and cream. I don't know about the salted one, but I'll have to try because I do like a salted caramel. That's fine. Yeah, it's good. But I, my favorite is the chocolate fudge brownie That's and then the chocolate peanut butter. Those are my top two. And then pistachio, I think, would be there. But I just made a homemade strawberry raffi, and it was fucking amazing. Like, so good. <laughs> so do, freaking good. Do you good. have an ice cream maker? I do, and it doesn't make that much, so I had, like, I accidentally made maybe four times what would fit in there, so I had to put it in a container and just, like, stir it every half an hour, and now it's just this frozen pile of deliciousness that doesn't have the best texture, but I'm like, I gotta do something with this, but yeah, I do, I need to get a nicer one. See, people who listened to the episode right after uh, we were at your house, I'm telling you, Lisa has everything. (laughs) And a quick word of advice, if you're going to get salted Oreo, don't get it by itself because it's going to be too salty. You Mm. have to get it in an ice cream sandwich with like a chocolate chip cookie because otherwise that's how it balances. Like like they were talking about how you want these flavors to like mingle and be perfect together. That's how it should be. If you just eat it by itself, you're like, this is salty Oreo and this is kind of gross after like two spoons. Mm. Okay, so that's what it really is. It's gross. I also think that salted everything is going to go the way of bacon, where it's just like, okay, we get it. You don't need to put salt in everything. Although you're you're going against my point because salted Oreo, I'd be like, no, get away with, get away from me with that. But if you say it's good, then I'm going to trust you. I've never seen it. I'm going to have to look for it. According to Daniel, the new wave is going to be blueberries. So get up on that early. Uh, that was my favorite. Those and pears were my favorite, and also they talked about pears, were my favorite fruits as kid, as a kid. Uh, they're still good, but strawberry is far superior to both of those flavors. I mean... I think stra- strawberries might be one of those things where I like strawberry flavoring more than actual strawberries. I feel like actual <laughs> strawberries are a little overrated. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think, for whatever reason, girls like strawberries more well, than guys well, also. Well, I mean, I ta- listen, press and company excluded. Uh, that's... Wow. <laughs> All right. Rafi, you were about to back up strawberries. <laughs> yeah. So what are you guys' favorite fruits? Because as a kid, I remember I haven't had a kiwi in forever, but my favorite fruits are strawberry and kiwi, but not together. Mm. That's funny. I was about to say, I was thinking kiwi too. And I, it was also because I used to eat a ton of them when I was a kid, but I haven't had one in 10 years. I think that was one of my favorites when I was a kid too. And I, my sons, that was one of his favorite, and they like the mangoes and the. They like everything tropical and hard to peel and cut into. <laughs> I like grapes and I like strawberries, blueberries, apples, just typical stuff. I know what we're doing next time we get together. It's going to be a kiwi uh, reunion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kiwi challenge. Vaughn's kiwis versus Safeway kiwis. <laughs> My husband calls it <laughs> getting kicked in the kiwis. Is that anything? <laughs> Is that a reunion of F sorts? Anyway, I don't know if there's a Cold Stone Creamery next to any of you. It's overpriced ice cream, but it's the best taste. It's the best quality ice cream I've ever had. And that's uh, and that's all. I don't know if I need to say anything more about that, but it's delicious. I think I got a gift card from them that I never used. Yes. Probably just sitting around somewhere. I've only gone there from two gift cards because three ice creams was $20, but... The ice cream quality is amazing. And they have all the different things you can mix into it. Like, I just do the, you know, pick the whatever 
recipes that they already picked out and they're it's it's ridiculously good ice cream but yeah i have yet to pay for it out of my own pocket okay so i do have one like literally down the street from me but have you guys seen this new thing where it's like a big cold metal table and then they like literally pour cream onto it and then they like stir it around until it freezes on the table and they like scrape it and they add the uh, the stuff into it. Then they spread it out into like a big rectangle and then they peel it so it rolls and then they give you the rolls in a cup. I have not seen that. I'm going to I'm going to try to find a video on Instagram cuz I finally found a place that does it here in Colorado but it's like fucking 45 minute drive from here so and I didn't try it the day that I was there so but I'm going to have to find another place that does it but it's really cool looking yes. don't know how it tastes yet If you if you like ice cream go to Cold Stone tell me what you think cuz if it's close enough to you you need to try it I have I have been to Cold Stone and it's fine it's not as good as my <laughs> artisanal stuff but no but i feel like the quality is just so good it's not like oh we're just resting on our bacon and asahi flavor it's just it's really good quality ice cream but i'm sorry just, what was that last thing <laughs> asahi flavor asahi. A japanese a, a beer. beer a japanese beer flavor asahi i'm a dumbass that that we can find out by listening every week. Thanks, everybody, including you, Brittany, who get to listen to... Actually, she already knew I was an idiot, but now everybody else gets to hear it. So anyway, Jen and Al updates are nice to hear. It's nice that I'm not feeling like, okay, I need to hear Jenna and Al. But it's because the show is so good on Thursdays, it's been fine. That when they have the updates, I think, okay, this is cool. We get a little taste, and and that's good. And it's nice to hear that... I can't believe they're still not together in uh, wherever they're fucking moving to. <laughs> Georgia? Atlanta? Whatever. Anyway, fuck, you guys are just going to let me stumble all over myself, aren't you? <laughs> yep, keep going. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's good to hear from them. I'm excited to hear about, you know, when they have their next kid and when they're moved in and everything is settled and what it's really like to live there. So, uh, yeah. Jenna and Al, thoughts, either of you? Uh, glad they're doing okay. Al... I believe the word he said, he said uh, buggery when talking about insects, but buggery <laughs> has a different meaning. Um, yeah. I, I think he meant invertebrates or something. You know, I always just take whatever Al says as truth because he's so smart. And a lot of things that they say on Sorry Not Sorry, but they'll say certain things where I think, ooh, I don't think they know what that means in our uh, immature language <laughs> that I speak. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was pretty funny. Yeah, I think buggery is illegal in Utah and Georgia, so they're both in trouble. <laughs> Did you just give yourself a rim shot? No, that was trice, apparently. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't have a symbol, so that's the best I could do. you got to do it with your mouth. <laughs> this is better than a rim job, I guess. So All right. Did, oh, okay. Did either of you ever hear of book lice and that kind of freaks me out i know both of you have been to my house and seen my books and i'm we have a silverfish situation but book lice that's freaking me out no i had not heard of those before that's that's unfortunate they seem allison did a instagram story about them like she actually showed pictures of the bugs she was talking about and they're very small i relate to her still being freaked out about them again demian we need to know what's going on the bug situation there i would be really freaked out if i came out and all my books were just like skeletons of books because of these book lice that's kind of freaky um god i'm fucking hot (laughs) again humble brag uh no but so (laughs) renee 
Renee talked about they talked about fixing dryers. That's one of the things I'll talk about fish, fixing a washer or dryer or whatever. And Renee talked about how she lied about knowing how to fix one to impress some guy she was dating, which was very funny to me because that's a crazy thing to lie about. It really is. And I think we've all been caught in those. Oh, yeah, I'm totally into that. But that's one of those where uh, let's see where where this takes us. Because yeah. <laughs> eventually you're either going to blow yourself up or. It just doesn't work, and you're just a liar. <laughs> uh, yeah, even a car, you could try and fake it, and like, oh, I'm, you know, I think that something, something shot. You gotta go to a mechanic, but like, it's so specific to say, oh yeah, I fixed, you know, a million washing machines. It's not a problem. What is the craziest thing you guys uh, have ever lied about to someone? Because I know George uh, once told a woman <laughs> that he coined the phrase "pardon my French." <laughs> And he's also a marine biologist. And and an architect. <laughs> and an architect. He's many things. But what he really is, he's the summer of George with a block of cheese. And that's really who I am, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the show you're referencing. I'm sorry. Okay. What have I lied about? Oh, I For know the record, I I've, never, I've never lied. I know I've... I'm honest. Where someone says something and instead of saying, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, I just say, oh, yeah... And then it kind of catches you where you're like, oh, great. Now our every first, you know, our first date and everything's going to be all about this thing that I don't really give a shit about. But then you eventually do. <laughs> I can't think of anything specifically. T.S.? Uh, being available emotionally. I've lied about that. No. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, nothing too big with anyone I actually, I don't know, mostly if. If you catch me lying about something, it's probably to some stranger who I don't feel like talking to. But if I actually have an interest in someone, I'm I'm probably not going to lie about anything. Yeah, that, and maybe that's more of a female thing where you feel like you need to catch somebody's interest. So you have to kind of fib when they say something or I don't know. I think so. The, I think women have a more of a wanting to fit in kind of yes. gene in general but and there, there are ego of like oh yeah. yeah you're into something cool yeah i totally know what you're doing sure yeah totally totally but <laughs> they're just in general oh yeah yeah totally yeah uh but i think there definitely are guys who don't mind uh, exaggerating or lying to women about stuff oh my god i was engaged to that guy Woof. oh we got to tell that story sometime for sure. Big time liar. Where after a while I thought, well, I was there for that and that didn't happen, but okay, that's cool. It seems exhausting to be like, yes. oh yeah, I definitely, you know, don't have a secret other wife. Like those are the crazy ones. So, like right. there's a show called like Who the Bleep Did I Marry? Which it's on like in get Investigation Discovery or one of those channels. It's not a good show. It's one of those shows like you wa- you binge watch like 10 episodes of it, but you're not proud. Um, It's like <laughs> it's like about people who accidentally marry like serial killers or like they marry a cop who turns out to be you know a rapist or something but uh there's there's a couple episodes where it's just like yeah i married this guy turns out he has five other wives and five other states and it's like that's fucking exhausting man like it really is that's so much effort you must you must enjoy the lying part like that must be part of yes yeah it has to be something you like because not only are you traveling but you have to keep everything straight and the money, everything. I, I don't, yeah, I don't understand it at all. No. I mean, just the keeping the lies straight is like, like he was using different names with some of them, I think. And it's like, oh that's, you've, you've constructed multiple other lives for a purpose. I'm not sure that even he knows like why he was doing right. it. Right. 
like, what is the purpose? To not be close to any one person, but just be fake close to a lot of people? Like you said, it's just exhausting. Like, do you not want to just relax in your life? You really want to just drag your life on? Also, I forgot at the top of the show, shout out to R. Kelly, the worst human being on Earth. Oh. Yep, he's in the news. You can uh, can Google it. God. Am I going to get peed on when I click on it? Uh, I mean, I... Unless you have that set up, I don't know what your home computer system <laughs> oh, looks like. I have the golden shower program, so yeah. Oh, it makes sense. <laughs> I wonder if there is that. Like, there's There will be, I'm sure. The guy with five different wives will eventually come up with something creepy like that. Anyway. <laughs> I, was, I was really visioning that happening. Do you, you know what, T.S., is there anything from Monday or Thursday that I didn't get to that you'd like to talk about? <laughs> That sounds so cheap. <laughs> no, not at all, but thank you for asking. Uh, but actually, yeah, like on the ice cream note, like I need to stick up for vanilla a little bit. Yes. Vanilla is a fucking spice. Vanilla is a flavor. It's just, it's always colored white. So people think of it as plain. Like people think of vanilla ice cream as plain ice cream, but it's not. Vanilla, if vanilla was a different color, people people would, I think, give it the respect it was. Teach these devils. Uh, yes, I would 100% agree with you. Vanilla ice cream is delicious. Vanilla is a flavor. And you're right. If it was, what color should it be? Like caramel color or something? Like vanilla, if you look at it, it's like brown, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it would be. It would, it's got, it's delicious. It's a great, it's underrated. And you're right. It, it gets a bad rap and it's still delicious flavor. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> speaking of white things, Michael Jackson came up. Uh, Allison said he had impetigo. I believe she meant vitiligo. Okay, Which is a thing Michael Jackson like, may or may not have. I really thought it was vitiligo, but okay, she would know better than I do. <laughs> Impetigo is like a herpes type thing, I think. He may have also had that, I don't know. That's what no. you're thinking of. Uh, um, I, I did want to talk about the skin bleaching. But I, the skin bleaching thing is like, for those who don't know, that's a real thing. And it's along the lines of like people who get too much plastic surgery. Uh, there's a version of that with people with darker skin, like Sammy Sosa they brought up, who hate themselves on some level, and so they decide to bleach themselves. If you look at a picture of Sammy Sosa from like, you know, 98 or whatever, and then look at him now, it's it's a noticeable difference. It's a Michael Jackson-esque sort of change. And that's Whoa. really scary. I mean, you're right, it is It is like the plastic surgery crazy, like the cat lady, to the point where Michael Jackson did, that was an insane person. And so, some doctor somewhere needs to be like, no, stop. And Daniel had the best comment about he would still be alive if doctors said no. So it's just, Rafi, what were you going to say? Um, about Sammy Sosa, is he from Cuba? Do you know? Uh, I, I'm going to say Dominican, but I don't know. By the way, if you put in Sammy Sosa into Google, Sammy Sosa White is the autocomplete. <laughs> uh, so the, I need to see rich people have access to things that I could never fathom. Because I don't know, is this like like a do they put some kind of cream or lotion on you? Is this like a pill you take? Do you like, do they rinse you down with something? I don't know. I need to know how this happens. The thing with Sammy Sosa, it's like Michael Jackson actually like looked white. Sammy Sosa looks dusty, like ash colored (laughs) gross. Like he does not look like any natural human color. Michael Jackson became Joan Rivers. They looked almost like they could be sisters. And that is scary. To go from, like, you want to go, like you said, he hated himself that much that he had to be the complete opposite, and then you become monster-looking. It's just scary. Yep. Although, to Daniel's point about if a doctor had told him no, he would still be alive, I think I would bet a lot of doctors told him no, and he was just like, all right, I'll find a different doctor. True. So when you, when you do that, you just sort of gravitate towards 
shadier and shadier people with worse and worse ethics. And I think that's probably how we ended up, how we did. I do want to talk about the topic of diversity and diverse guests on Allison's show. So I want to hear what notes you took, Trice. I was talking about this and um, I was like, not only should she be like searching for more diverse guests, but like, how about we get some of the previous people of color back on the show because every one of them has been good. Like, I can think of a handful of, you know, just regular white dudes who've been on who I was like, that was a boring episode. Not because of Allison, because the person was just kind of good. But (laughs) no, I'm thinking like specifically, what's that guy who plays the deaf guy on on uh, what's his face's show? Uh, Um, Whatever his name was. I'm thinking about but the, but the guy's name who was on and he did like a character the whole time. The I was like, ah. oh, def- yeah, uh, yeah uh, I can't remember his name. Whatever his name, Gardner or something. That like, if someone asked me like, what was the worst Allison show ever? It's that one. But yeah, like just having these other people back on, and so I was so happy when I saw that he was back on. I was assuming it was both of the Gilmore guys, but I'm happy with either. Yeah, I didn't remember Demi being that good when he was with uh, the other guy, but. Yeah, yeah, I think Kevin kind of dominated that conversation more. So yeah, that's how I remember it. Given yeah. his own. That's how the Gilmore guys is, too. I think Demi kind of chimes in more. And Demi was a little bit more of a curmudgeon, which was kind of funny. And it was kind of a nice counterpoint to, to Kevin being like Mr. Like Gilmore, Gilmore Girl. You know, so it was cool. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I've been sort of low-key rallying to get Baron Vaughn on, who's a comedian who's very funny. There is a, speaking broadly, like there's this thing where people, there's an entire generation of people who are taught that you have to be colorblind and that's like the ideal. But it's not hateful or crazy to try to include people to uh, rally for diversity, air quotes diversity or whatever, is, is sometimes a good and necessary thing. And not like people, some people, when you t- use that term or talk about these things, they're like, oh, why do you have to bring race into it? Because uh, it's not necessarily bad to bring race into things. And sometimes you need to expose people to a wider variety of stuff and also give a wider variety of people voices. It's true. Um, I think it's, it's a, there are more positives than negatives to it. And it's unfortunate that there, that diversity has to be something that I guess not forced, but it's something that has been kind of created where, because there was a necessity for it. And then the only negatives that I've seen that it it creates differences where you're noticing now, okay, that's that group. And now that group's here. And now everyone's accounted for instead of just everyone being people, but we're not that evolved. (laughs) We're not evolved enough to just be a group of people that can hang out together apparently there has to be you know everyone needs to be represented and it's unfortunate that it has has come to that but it is a very positive thing like if if every by the way speaking of black guests tiffany haddish was a like a crazy amazing episode and i wish i could have been on a like a best friends fan cast for that one but if every guest for the next year was like black or a person of color there'd be people who'd be like wait that's that's interesting or that's weird or noteworthy or good or bad or whatever but like She's definitely had multiple years where it was all white people and no one said anything. And it's like, if that's because you assume white is like normal or the default position for something. So it's not to to have people of different backgrounds is not any more weird than having a white guy. It's hard to explain, but there's there's a lot of people who would talk to you about media representation and about the default idea that a white guy is just a person, but a black person is, you know, a black person or whatever, or a Mexican person or fill in the blank. And then like what Demi was saying, where he says, I just want to have people on of every background where they're not saying, well, I'm here because I'm black or I'm, this is my 
this is my stance on life because of my position being Asian. It's just, oh, I'm just a person. But to get to that is, I think these are the paths we have to take to get to that position because I don't think everyone's there yet. So going back to, you mentioned Tiffany Haddish. She was just on Jimmy Kimmel's show and you guys should look her clip up on YouTube because she told a hilarious story about uh, Will and Jada. So check that out. But she should be back on. And this goes back to the first episode. Actually, that was the first episode of Best Friends Fancast, I believe. But going back to the first episode I was on with you, Lisa, I mentioned how I wanted her to have Jesus and Meryl on. Back then, they just had a podcast. Now they have a show on Viceland. They're never going to be on her show because they're very their their style is just not suited for her show. But it's still a dream of mine to have them on her show. It's never going to happen. But you were talking about how for years, like you could go years with no person of color on her show. And I listed, I think I back then on your, no, maybe not. This was the first time I talked to Megan. I was like, I want to know every person of color that's been on her show. And I have a running list now. Um, Aisha Tyler, LeVar Burton, Joe Coy, Joe Coy was on twice. Kumail Nanjiani, Demi has now been on twice. Gustavo Arellano. Margaret Cho, Tiffany Haddish, and Kulap Vilaysak has been on twice. How many other guests has she had? A fucking ton. So it's not that I want to say Allison's doing a bad job. I just feel like, now maybe it's just because where I live, but like I see more minorities than white people, I feel like, until I go to work. So I don't, so to me, when something is like so, what is the word I'm trying to say? I don't want to say white, just so like one thing, it, it sticks out to me. So when I listen to her show and I just see the same kind of people on, even though they're very, very different people with different backgrounds and all of their stories are interesting, I still want to see a mixture of everyone. Even if they're not new people, I say she should just reach out to everyone that's been on already and have them back on because Tiffany Haddish has a movie coming out, like I mentioned with Jada. And she'd be a great guest. She is a great guest. Also, uh, Allison, on one of the Patreon episodes, is talking about how I think it was someone messaged her on Facebook or something and was um, very insistent that she had more people of color on. I think this was a white person also, not to, not to shame anyone. They were less asking to have more, more, a more varied representation of people, but were, like, I guess, berating her for not having that, which is a little bit different. Um, so also don't be an asshole. So keep that in mind, too. Mm, there is that. I also am curious, because we look at the guests with our eyes, I'm curious what Leanne sees when she hears a, a guest is on, because she's just looking at, I wonder, you know what I mean? Like, I wonder if she sees as as diverse, because it's different than just looking at somebody. It's just knowing, hearing their story, and yeah, it's interesting. But we sighted people are looking at it going, this is off balance, <laughs> So I'm curious. I've always been curious about her position on that, but that's like a total side note. Just FYI, uh, blind people notoriously racist. Uh, we've proven that many, many times. <laughs> Especially fake blind people. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. They they can all see, so they have to pretend like they don't know, which just makes them more angry. Oh, that's even more racist. I just yeah. pretend not to see. They pretend not just to be colorblind, but completely blind. So like, they're <laughs> they're the most hateful. Oh, 
that's so good. Quickly, there is this weird phenomenon of like people. There's like Stevie Wonder conspiracy theories that he can really see. That is true. <laughs> there's like a whole not a movement, but like there's this phenomenon of people who, whenever they come across a blind person, they'll wave their hand in front of their face like they don't believe in blindness. That's it's a thing people get into. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So when we go on our little tour of the of the US and parts of Canada, we'll go and visit Leanne and we'll I'm going to do the Kramer thing like when he saw Joe DiMaggio like <laughs> just to see if she looks over. You're talking about Patreon. Allison's going to have her live stream this Sunday, July 23rd at 3 p.m. So if you guys are not supporters yet, then get on board because it's super fun to chit chat with her on there it really feels like you're hanging out with allison it's pretty awesome and daniel's new podcast is out it's the watching hour and it's now on itunes it's not just patreon only which is kind of cool and i just followed him on he has a facebook group and he's talked about twin peaks he's gonna be talking about game of thrones which i've never seen so i guess i'll have to watch it so that's kind of exciting yeah um i've been listening to it uh, since it was just on Patreon, and it's it's great to listen to for someone like me who I, I think I mentioned this about movies, how like I never see or rarely I should say see like that this is a metaphor and this, this is a whatever. Like I just I'm like oh they're just doing whatever. So for him to like break it down and tell me like all the like inside shit that I don't know except for like Seinfeld and The Godfather. So you know it's good for him to dissect it and then i feel like his friend chris is like kind of like me like with game of thrones he doesn't know that well and um, twin peaks he doesn't know as well as daniel so i feel like i'm the chris in this situation and he's like really schooling me are we all yeah. the chris's in this situation no i'm the daniel losers oh, yes. uh but no uh i like i've been listening to the podcast too Daniel's podcast. I have not listened to the newest one. Um, I sort of put it on the back burner because I don't listen to Game of Thrones. Also, it's not on Patreon, and I'm a special Patreon person. I object to the masses, the hoi polloi, getting access to things only I had previously. Uh, but but no, it's a good podcast. It's definitely worth a listen. You know what else is worth a listen? Allison was just on Fitzdog Radio again, and also on Feliz Navi Pod, which I'd never heard. I've heard of. And it was seriously good. Uh, the Fitzdog, I can give or take. But uh, on Phillies Nami Pod, they talked a lot about music. They talked about her band a lot. And this gave me an idea. If you remember last Christmas time, uh, we live tweeted her favorite episode of Facts of Life, Christmas in the Big House. And if I can think of something to give away, maybe just more t-shirts at some point or something... I want to do another live TV episode. If you don't know, Allison was in a band called the Angoras. That comes from an episode of Laverne and Shirley, where they were in a girl gang called the Angora Debs. And the episode is on YouTube, so we could do this again if I could think of something to give away. Ooh, I love this idea. That was so much fun doing that live tweet watch of uh, Facts of Life. That was really fun. Yeah, so... Look forward to that at some point, question mark? I thought you were going to say you were going to do a live broadcast of Down and Out with the Dolls. See, that was the oh, plan God. when we were in Lisa's house, but I fell asleep five minutes in, if that, you didn't and miss I don't remember shit. That movie was fucking horrible. 
But Allison's uh, band was in the background of a scene at the beginning. So you actually don't have to dedicate yourself to the whole movie. That is the song, not her actual band. Correct. Sorry. Just the song I was being like, played in the, in the background. <laughs> and also they, their music was in another movie. So that's also a possibility. So just uh, putting it out there. I like the genesis of the Angoras from Laverne and Shirley. Also, you could do another Facts of Life because there's many episodes and you can coincide it with some other thing in life as far as holidays. And I think that would be fun. Ooh, actually, I also have a list in my phone of Alison Rosen dates. So let me see if one's coming up. That would be good. Uh, That's shit, where not is it? creepy. So um, nope. <laughs> let's talk about JMOs. TS, did you pick a JMO? Uh, there was one. There was a female tweeter who <laughs> tweeted something mm. about things. No, I don't remember. Uh, I think it was uh, uh, Wendy at Square Hamburgers. <laughs> no. Megan tweeted about making people laugh that don't laugh. Uh, That's good. Yeah, the sunlit cactus talked about nervous when people are scrolling through your pictures. Even oh, you don't that's have the one. Okay. I think At I don't know the gender of sunlit cactus. Is what I think, yeah. But yes, that's the one. Yeah, that would be nerve-wracking. Like, I don't, like, I can look at my phone now, but, like, spontaneously, if you ask to scroll through my, I don't have anything crazy on there or anything uh, lurid or whatever, but it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, there might be a picture of me with, like, mid-haircut with half my hair. Oh, yeah, off, that's or... real troubling. I wanted to. I wanted to look at my teeth, so there's like a picture of the inside of my mouth. <laughs> you know, I have that same feeling whenever someone's scrolling through my phone. It's usually like the kids grab my phone or whatever, and I'm like, but there's nothing on there. I know there's nothing on there, but there has been one time there was something on there. Maybe that's why I'm traumatized by it. Oh. But also, like, I, did anyone see it? Yeah, and oh. I think that's why when I took oh. my daughter to Sacramento for her field trip, I told her she could just take pictures, however, you know, whatever. So she, we stopped at Denny's on the way up and she was taking pictures of something. And then before I left, I took a picture of something to send to my husband as like a, Hey, remember me? <laughs> so she turned the phone around to me. She's like, this is weird. And she turned it to me. We're sitting at Denny's and like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> So I think I'm traumatized by that, but also just that feeling of, I don't know, you know, my friends will say, we send pictures to each other, like Rafi and I send pictures, not crazy, like na- naked pictures. Oh, but yeah. Like Brittany and I, I re- will send each other, like, jokey pictures where it's like. Yeah, you have on at least one occasion tweeted a picture of a pair of dicks shaking hands, I believe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Mika. I think I told her she needs to get that tattooed. But, yeah, I think my husband sent that picture to me. So, like, little things like that where you're like, did I delete that? Or is it still on there? You just kind of have that moment. But the one of my daughter looking at it and then turning it to me and going, oh, this is weird. And I was just, ah. Like, I just wanted to shrink inside. (laughs) Just get, oh, I just wanted to invert myself and just become invisible. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, thank you, Sunlight Um, Cactus. This reminds me of, yeah, I do that. I do that too, but I think I'm more af- as afraid because I don't have any weird pictures or anything, but I think I'm as afraid of handing my phone over because my friends have been known to do things like, so I don't know, like, is someone going to send a weird text to someone or like, mm. I think one of my friends took my friend's phone and took a picture of his, uh, he took a picture of his dick in a hot dog bun and like, just <laughs> left it on this friend's phone. And then so like a day later, he's looking through his pictures and he's like, oh, what the fuck? Pretty so, good. That's but this reminds really me good. that's really elaborate too. You have to have the buns ready and like that's that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean 
I've never sent one of those dick pics to anyone, but I would. I have thought, like, if I did, I would probably go hot dog bun. <laughs> would you yeah, do I condiments, think... too, or just straight I up? I mean, see, that's... Then you got, like, mustard on your dick, and it's like, I don't know if I want to commit like that, but maybe. <laughs> I mean, are we going all the way? Are we going, like, relish and sauerkraut also? Oh, or... yeah. We're going all the way. Steaming, piping hot chili. I think you need to wrap a piece of bacon around it. And... Well, see, yeah. if you go, like, Chicago style, then you can't even see the dick anymore, and the guy's that's just true. confused. That's very true. Um, You're just going to be looking at it very closely like, when did I take a picture of this hot dog? And, I, and I'm hungry. The hot dog looks overdone. Uh, <laughs> this reminds me oh, of... <laughs> that was not a race thing. I mean, it sounded like it. <laughs> just, anyway, uh, back when Kevin Pereira was on the show, I think he, unless I'm remembering this wrong, he was talking about how you have to have landmines in your, in your photo album. So, like, you'll know they'll scroll, and then, like, there's, like, a blue waffle or, like, I don't know, like, a severed body part or something just to, like, so people don't even want to look at your photos. Well, I'd say, I'd say if you had yeah. a whole album full of dick pics, the first person to pick up your thing would be like, I'm out. <laughs> oh, also... But then you have a phone with, like, pictures of murder on it. Yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> this just reminded me, speaking of dick pics, I'm sad that... Uh, Jeff is no longer on Instagram because he would post dick pics on Instagram. So look up his Instagram account. I think it's still there. He just doesn't post anything. Wait, Colonel uh, Jeff? You want to see some? Yeah, Colonel Jeff what? posted dick pics. And at, first of all, I didn't know he was on Instagram for starters. And he posted pictures of <laughs> what? Uh, it's pictures of people named Richard. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, I have a couple of good ones. All right, of my own dicks, of course. Oh, speaking of that, bag of dicks, pin, ordered mine from Daniel. I think, Rafi, you got in before I did. Yeah, I should uh, check my mail because I think I checked it yesterday and it wasn't here yet. So hopefully soon. I don't know what I'm going to put it on, but I'm excited to get it. Yeah, I don't either. But I figured if they didn't make that many and he's worried about selling out, I figure I kind of need it. Who who doesn't need a bag of dicks? T.S., did you get one? I have not gotten one yet. I'm I'm happy to hear how quickly they sold. I know. It's like $13 out the door. So jump on it. Jump on those bag of dicks. Uh, oh, yeah. Rafi, I didn't even ask you. J-Mo? Uh, no, because I knew we would go long. Okay. That's a shocker. Because we had to talk about wieners and buns. <laughs> yeah. It's always dick and bun centric on this show. Yeah. That's a good place to end it. A good Chicago dick dick dog. Anyway, if you want to be on this show to talk about all your dick pics and where you put your wiener, email me. Oh, my God. Please don't email me that. Nope. <laughs> you've committed. You've <laughs> begun a verbal contract. You, now you know you're obligated. <laughs> email Rafi, bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Fancast. Follow me at jmos and bffs. And if you like, oh, quick shout out to the first person that bought some of my artwork off of Etsy at Blue Rose Lodge. He, uh, I was so stressed out about it last week. I was fucking pulling my hair out over like ruining these things and then finally just shipped them out. I had three different people that bought for me. I was super excited, but I'm like stressed out because it's a big matzo ball to put out there. And he sent me this thing on Facebook about like how much he loved it and was like super excited about it. So I got a little bit of peace today with that. So that was awesome. And if you like really awesome artwork that I make in my shed, then you can check it out too. T.S., where can we find you? Uh, I am on Twitter at TSDCX. I hover around the Facebook fan group. So if you have not joined the fan group, uh, it's a friendly, nice place where we talk about the show. Uh, it's Best Friends Fancast is the name of the group, I'm yeah. guessing. I don't, yeah, it's, it's yeah. 
So, and you're, and you're uh, look talking about your own private one. You're talking about the one we're all on, right? Well, no. I mean, I have a separate group about this show, but about like it's a it's mostly criticism about both the performance of the hosts and you know their personal <laughs> lives. Like it gets pretty deep. It's brutal. Does Lisa ever put the hot dog down to talk and just finish a sentence? <laughs> I mean, there was a similar criticism to she sounds like she has a hot dog in her mouth all the time, but it was different, oh. and I'm not going to repeat it here. Rafi. You can find me every week on this show. Also at RMC Guitars, much like Allison has plateaued, my followers there have plateaued. And I think they're starting to go down, which is kind of what I'm hoping for. Don't know why. But uh, yeah, that's about it. Well, thank you for filling in for me next week. I will be at Twin Peaks Festival stalking some other people rather than just Allison. Brittany, I fucking love you. I'm going to see you in a couple of weeks. The Big Lebowski is playing at Hollywood Forever and we're going to go see it. It was fate, like she said, and I love you. I already said that. Thank you and good night.
I forgot to tell you the funniest sort of part, which is that that second song that I just showed you, Sick Dance, I don't know if you noticed, but my hair was up, um, I had the front of it like up in a clip, which is how I used to wear it when we played, but right before we played that song, I would take my hair down and kind of shake it out because I felt that that was more conducive to the rock of the song, so. How lame. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Bye, I love you.